0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Earth 919, a comic book podcast for number one reviews and comic book news. I'm your host, Matt. With me, as always, is my brother and co-host, Ian.
1: What's up, Matt? How you doing? Ready to cap the new year off? Right.
0: I hear, you may hear the fireworks behind me. Uh, people are celebrating uh, approximately three hours in advance of the new year. So that's going to get wild. Uh, but I am doing well. I'm looking forward to staying up till midnight, but not celebrating New Year's. I will probably just be watching a TV show and fiddling around on my computer. What about you? Are you doing anything tonight? It's New Year's Eve.
1: I actually think I might go to bed early. I'm pretty tired. I had a long couple tomorrow. days. Oh, you don't
0: you don't work tomorrow either.
1: No, no, I'm just really tired. I was falling asleep. You really just you I was really? falling asleep right before we recorded. Actually, I was falling asleep. So we'll see. You I might, might make it to midnight. I like watching the ball drop. So I may do that, but I'm not sure if I'm have it in me this year.
0: Yeah. You normally make fun of me for being old. You're really doing it. We what? actually, we watched the, uh, so our Netflix isn't working right now. So we ended up, um, I went on YouTube and found the 2018 ball drop for my kids. Cause they were like, we want to stay up till midnight. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, look at that. I turned on the TV right at the ball drop they're like, why does it say 2018? I'm like, because they're celebrating the end of 2018. All right, up to bed. <laughs> so they, That's uh, smart. Yeah, that's a smart idea. They, they, well, it's the last year we're going to be able to do it because uh, my oldest is going to be able to figure it out pretty quickly. But it was it still was so fun. And I got them to bed in time to be able to record this podcast because this is what I do on New Year's. Oh, that's the a good way to podcast. cap off
1: the New Year, and it's a nice trick. I'm going to remember that. Keep that in the back pocket.
0: I mean, what's the point? I don't. I don't. There's nothing for me to do. Like, I don't know. I. That just doesn't seem like the the whole prospect of a New Year's Eve doesn't seem very exciting to and
1: me. And there's the musty old man right there, right there. At
0: least I'm staying up till midnight.
1: All right. Fair Wait, enough. what
0: are you doing? What What are you doing? That's so cool, Mister. I'm,
1: I'm falling asleep. No kids. I'm falling asleep, but I'm not. Crapping on other people's new year at the same I'm time.
0: I'm not crapping man. on other people's new year. I'm just saying I never see the appeal.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I might, you know, who knows? I might play Spider Man.
0: We'll oh see. careful, Ian. <laughs> be be don't get too wild.
1: I'm I try not to, man.
0: Um all right. Well look, before we get into some news, Ian, uh we should say that this is going to be our best of for 2018. We are gonna be talking about some of our favorite artists, anchors, letters, stuff, and stuff, and stuff for the year. A bunch of stuff. Um, but we've got a teensy bit of news, but before we get into that, let's talk some shout-outs, Ian, and maybe some giveaway news. Alrighty, so we'll start off with shout-outs right at the top.
1: First shout-out goes out to the hashtag, SHPoll18. You can follow him on Twitter, at SuperheroPoll, or you can use the hashtag, as I just mentioned mentioned, SH poll 18. If you're looking for any comic book related polls, as well as our polls, you can find them there. Secondarily, the next shout out I'd like to give to is to comics, the gathering, and I will circle back to them in a minute, but they are a comic book shop in Tacoma, Washington, home of earth 919's comic book box. So if you're looking for new comics, you're looking for just a new adventure to go on, ask the owners, Matt and Jesse for something. They're going to hook you up. I promise. So make sure you stop by Tell them we said, Hey, You can follow the shop on instagram and twitter at comics the gathering that's spelled c-o-m-i-k-s the gathering or you can hit them up on their facebook facebook.com slash comics gathering remember come for the comics and stay for the games now matt now that that's all wrapped up we have some awesome awesome giveaway winners to announce so should i go three to one is that the way to do it yeah all right three to one here we go third place winner daniel Daniel, I'm sorry if I pronounced your name incorrectly, but you are the winner of our third place giveaway. You can follow Daniel on Twitter at DF2506. Daniel has won the Rick and Morty Dungeons and Dragons number one, Captain America number one, 2018 Legacy reissue, the Ultimate Spider-Man number 70 signed by Brian Michael Bendis, and our Comics the Gathering t-shirt. Second place winner goes out to Dinner and a Movie Podcast. Thank you guys for entering our giveaway. You can follow them on Twitter at Dinner Podcast. They have won the Ultimate Spider-Man Annual signed by Brian Michael Bendis, as well as Man of Steel number one signed by Brian Michael Bendis, DC Nation signed by him as well, Rick and Morty number forty variant signed by Kyle Starks, and the Comics The Gathering T-shirt. And finally, our grand prize winner, Matt. Drumroll.
0: Sure. Insert.
1: Awesome. Goes awesome. out too. The cast over at the Geekdom Fancast. Thank you guys for entering our giveaway on Twitter. You can follow them on Twitter at Geekdom Fancast. They have won. All right, bear with me, everybody. Take this a deep is breath a long, in. I know. This is a long one. This is a long one. So bear with me, everybody. Graveland, number one, by Scout Comics. Amazing Spider-Man free comic book day and legacy behind the scenes. Both signed by Ryan Otley. Batman, Hellboy, Starman. Signed by Mike Mignola. Ultimate Spider-Man 54 signed by brian michael bendis rick and morty number 39 signed by kyle starks moon knight number two signed by brian michael bendis and alex malieve and the walking dead number one variant reissue of the comics the gathering logo and also the infinity ring as well as a comics the gathering hoodie so all that stuff is going to be going out to all our winners thank you for everybody who entered and tried but don't worry i'm sure we'll have more giveaways in the future at some point but uh Yeah, thank you, everybody, and it was awesome to celebrate episode 100 with everybody in that way, so that's all I got for the giveaways, Matt.
0: Awesome. Congratulations to all the winners. Uh, You worked hard. You did whatever the rules were. Super Um, hard
1: work. Super hard.
0: (laughs) But uh, we thank you for entering. We thank you for joining, uh, (laughs) participating, Uh, and yeah, just uh, keep on doing that stuff here. So... Uh, Ian, we've got just a tiny bit of news here. Uh, one of my personal favorite comic book series is coming to an end. Um, this seems to be a pattern with Brian K. Vaughn because Saga's on hold. And now we found out that Paper Girls is ending with issue 30 in July. Ian, what is it going to take to get you to read Paper Girls?
1: Probably not going to take too much because I have the first trade in my closet. I just haven't read oh, yeah. it. Um, God, I read
0: it. It's really good.
1: I'll get there eventually. It's actually circle back to this towards the end of the episode here. But uh yeah, I I need to check out Paper Girls. I'm excited to finally read it. I just haven't gotten around to do it yet. I've heard a lot of good things about it though.
0: Oh yeah. It's, no, it's too very... bad that
1: it's ending at issue thirty though. Do you we have any confirmation as to what Brian K. Vaughn is might potentially be doing next or So he signed
0: he signed the whole you know, uh the deal TV and movie deal with legendary. So I think he's going to be busy. So he's probably, I don't think that he's just like cutting it off and just like, I don't want to get, I got to, I got to cut and run, but I think he's finding logical endpoints for most of his um, books and ending them. And obviously saga will continue. So um, I'm very sad to hear that it's ending, but it also is probably for the best because um, like all of his books, they're very well written. They're awesome stories and they end, you know, just about the right time. They don't overrun their course and become um, a Marvel or DC book.
1: <laughs> good so, observation, Matt.
0: Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy to see that he is... Um, he's do- moving on to bigger and better things.
1: It'll be so. interesting to see how well his new projects become. You know, because he's such a good writer and uh, I think there's a lot of potential with him. But I need to go back and start reading his work, man. I have to be honest. Uh, that's one writer that... I've neglected to read, but I'm interested to continue to dive into his work.
0: Well, he just has this incredible bibliography and it's all just original creator owned stuff. I mean he did a few things, but like he created the runaways, dude. And he just conti- like everything he does, it's like new and inventive and exciting and he's not just kinda resting on his laurels at any point. Um and Cliff Chang, um, who did the art for that book too, is just takes that book to a uh, another 20,000 notches. So um, I'm looking forward to what, to see what they both end up doing. Um, The next bit of news, Ian, the last bit of news uh, is war of the realms has been announced by Marvel for their 2019 summer blockbuster event. Um, Well, I know we've both expressed at length, how we feel about Marvel's crossover events, but this is one uh, centering around Thor um, is this something you're going to put, have you been reading Thor, Ian?
1: I'm not cut up
0: on Thor.
1: Is it the almighty Thor? Is that the title of it now? Not really caught up on it. When we reviewed Thor number one, it wasn't really enough to hook me into the story to even really want to continue reading it. So.
0: Oh yeah. Because I remember it was kind of goofy. It was
1: really, it was an odd story where Loki was kind of thrown into the story at some point And it was, convoluted to say the least so i'm not really looking forward to this event if it circles around thor i just have no real interest in thor right now but Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe there'll be something in the amazing spider-man that happens that ties into the event that will make me want to get into it but as of right now i'm i'm out on any marvel event
0: yeah i can't really foresee a a big pull for me it's just more of the same they've been trying to uh, bolster up uh, malekith a lot lately from uh you may know him from Thor the Dark World Mm -hmm. um I'm not really sure why they're trying to boost his profile but they have been a lot lately so I wonder if he's gonna make a reappearance in a TV or movie show usually unfortunately if any character gets a big uh boost like uh you see him a lot in any of their books they're probably priming him for TV or movies so uh just look for Chris Eccleston to show up somewhere
1: Corporate synergy,
0: they gotta have it Yeah Uh, Well that's our news So let's move into our main subject The main thrust of this week is 2018 is coming to an end 2019 is right around the corner Probably is already 2019 by the time you're listening to this Um, But I thought, what better way I'm not sure how well we did this last year, Ian That's how good my memory is uh, but I think that we're going to do a little bit better this year. We're going to talk about some of our favorites from the year of 2018. We had so many books that we covered, um, so many loves, hates. Uh, we changed our rating system. I think we might've changed it twice in this year. Uh, we've we've looked at so many things. It's so hard to keep track. So I thought it was best for us to take a good time. And Ian agreed for us to go back. Let's look at what we, what we reviewed and just get into it. So, Uh, Without further ado, Ian, what did you think about this year for comics? How do you feel about how things went this year? Highs, lows, mids, whatever. I mean, whatever. How would you feel? How would you like this year?
1: I think this year in comics was different. Uh, Some of the newer comics that are coming out right now are better, in my opinion, from some of the different publishers that I didn't foresee actually Mm. creating good content. So that kind of came out of left field for me in many different ways. I think that I've read more indie comics this year and current ones, not old ones, but actually ones that are being released onto the shelves right now. And it's kind of given me more appreciation to the stuff that's coming out right now, which I enjoy. But at the same time, I still am very new into comics and I'm still going through my dig through of reading past marvel storylines and trying to figure out and piece together the history of marvel because it's very confusing and I still don't fully understand everything that's going on all the time. And that's still difficult, but overall I feel like a lot of the publishers have done a decent job this year trying to focus more towards new readers and getting people more so engaged in the story rather than, you know, giving them too much that they can't handle. So, yeah, I guess that I'd say that that's probably what I would equate 2018 to be for the comic hmm. industry.
0: Yeah, I think I've definitely, well, my, as my list will show, um, definitely more heavily leaned on the indie comics and uh, steered away from most of the mainstream, mostly out of bitterness. But <laughs> I uh, I feel like the, uh, the as you mentioned before, just the, the publishers that I've really leaned on heavily this year actually kind of surprised me. Um, and there's a lot of really... Uh, great. And I, I feel like it's even kind of a disservice to say indie. I mean, I know kind of that's by definition what they are, but, um, I feel like these people are putting out work that is ri rivals, anything that you could see at a main publisher, um, between the big three, I guess now. Um, so I, I just, I am really excited for what 2019 is going to bring for a lot of these publishers. But with that said, let's get into it, Ian. So what is Ian, you start off best F- Our favorite, excuse me, favorite inker this year, 2018, go.
1: Favorite inker this year, Helms from a book that I really enjoyed when we reviewed it. I am going to pick, his name is, I think, Rui Jose. He does hmm. the inks for The Immortal Hulk. He's currently mm. doing them for that. And I really, really enjoyed the art in that book when we covered it earlier this year. The colors were really good, but in particular, the ink I thought was really well done. The lines were really crystal clear, and I thought it played really well to the art. So I definitely have to go with him for my 2018 Inker of the Year. Matt, who do you got?
0: I'm actually kind of surprised you didn't pick this one, Ian. Uh, My favorite Inker this year was Ryan Otley for Amazing Spider-Man. And uh, I've... I've always... I mean, he did his inking for Invincible, which was incredible. I mean, he's he's been fantastic and he continues to be fantastic. Um, Amazing Spider-Man is probably one of the few books that I do read from the big two. And um, he's one of the main reasons why. So I'm um, really looking forward to seeing what he brings in the, uh, in the new year. And I'm, I'm actually kind of curious now that he's with the Marvel wheelhouse, if he's going to branch out and do any other books.
1: We'll see. I respect Brian Otley a lot, but Surprisingly, I'm just going to go ahead and say this right at the top. Amazing Spider-Man is nowhere on my list of best of for 2018, surprisingly.
0: Well, that's the only place it's on for mine, so that gives you a hint. Um, Okay, Ian, let's move on to colors. Let's do it. Go ahead. Lead her off.
1: Alrighty, so for me, colors for 2018 goes out to Jen Bartel. She is the artist for, I believe, Image Comics Blackbird. It's written by Sam Humphreys. Blackbird is not a comic that we've done on this podcast, however, it's a book that came out this year that was really significant to me, that I really enjoyed, so I definitely felt that her colors fit really well with that book, and I've seen a couple of the other things that she's done as well. She did a variant issue for Rick and Morty, I think issue 30 last year, and she also did the art that was like the promotional art for emerald city comic-con last year and it was really Hmm. awesome so she's a really good artist but uh yeah that's who i'd pick matt who you got uh
0: this year i'm gonna go with carlos zamudio and he is uh the colors for shadow roads which is a book that we covered by oni press uh which actually led me into my um still ongoing read of uh the six gun written by colin bunn i was just
1: about to ask you that's the colin bunn one right
0: yep nice yep and so uh great work there really loved it and uh looking forward to more from him um in the future i think they're about i think they just hit number five for shadow roads maybe six i can't remember um looking forward to that so ian um let's move on here what do we've got let's let's go uh Let's let's jump around a little bit here, Ian. Let's go with uh Best Limited series.
1: Alrighty, so for me, my best limited series, I got two nominations here. Matt, I'll let you pick I mean I guess we don't have to pick a top one. I, I think I think both of them are very deserving on this list. And I think both of them might surprise you. My first one goes out to DC Nation Zero.
0: Hmm.
1: The story is the Joker storyline by Tom King that oh. we reviewed. Yeah. I felt like that was one of the best significant usages of four to five pages that I had ever seen
0: in uh-huh. a comic book.
1: So I definitely wanted to give a shout out to that, that
0: story a, that's in particular. A good, that's a good call. I completely forgot about that
1: book. Uh, the other one I want to give a shout out to is actually Heavenly Blues by Ben uh- Kahn. That's mine I think, too. yeah, that's uh, that's definitely, uh, for how short that series was, I felt like Ben did a really good job with the space that he had, creating a story that made sense, flush every character out, and in the end, you got an outcome that you would have wanted, so I definitely think that, that those two are my two top picks for this year. Who you got?
0: And, uh, yeah, no, uh, Heavenly Blues. I have really enjoyed it. Ben Ben's a great guy, and I appreciate the uh the time he spent with us and willingness to sit down and talk and go over his books and um really know just talk about his career and stuff like that and i just throw it just helps that the book was really good really well drawn uh really well written and a very interesting conclusion as well um so gonna go with heavenly blues so let's move on let's move let's jump back now let's go back to um Let's do Best Writer, or excuse me, I keep saying best because I wrote it down as best. It's, not, it's just our favorites. You just do Writer um, of the Year. Writer of the Year. Our favorite Writer of the Year. So, Ian, do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, mine is going to go out to Saladin Med. He's mm-hmm. right now doing Marvel Comics' Spider-Man Miles Morales. But reason I want to give it to him is actually going out to a Spider-Man Annual number 1 that we did. And it was a short story where it followed the storyline of the symbiote rather than Spider Man, and I thought it was incredibly oh, well done. Yeah. The writing yeah. was fantastic in that book, and to me, that was the best written story that we had done all year. I Matt, really liked your part on that.
0: That's a good one. You, see, you remember all those little ones. I kept trying to remember I was worried I was gonna forget stuff like that, and of course I did. Um mine's gonna go with the book that really surprised me. Um it's really one of those don't judge a book by its covers. Um, this one was done by AfterShock Comics, and this was Hot Lunch Special, and it was written by Elliot Rahl. That is a good uh, one. That's a good one. I don't think I've ever been more surprised by a premise, or um, taken back by how quickly I was captivated by a story. And I really, really liked Hot Lunch Special. Hot Lunch Special, and it's such a mouthful. It's such a weird title, and it's such a weird premise. But it works um, because the writing is so well done. And you really are kind of hooked into the characters from page two after they've been introduced. So it's just, I, I, I like that book. Uh, I like the series. I like where it's going. And uh, I, I hope to see much, much more from Elliot Raw going forward. So um, shout out to him and Hot Lunch Special. Ian, let's move on to best ongoing series what do you got
1: for me best ongoing series for 2018 and i picked two series that started in 2018 that are still ongoing mm-hmm. uh my first pick would be oblivion song it's written by robert kirkman yep. art is done by uh lorenzia del felice i think it's the artist's name sorry if i mm-hmm. butchering your name but the other oh excuse me uh that book is really well done It's, in my opinion, the book that's taken the place of Invincible, but it never really quite could take the place of Invincible. Honestly, it's still really early on in the story, so I've reserved the right to wait for the trade on that book, but it's still really good, and I've really enjoyed what I've read. The other book that I would pick for best ongoing series for 2018 is actually Venom. It's a really Hmm. good story. I'm not too, too caught up on it. Talon, friend of the show Talon, has been urging me to read it more and more. It actually is better than I thought it would be. So yeah, those are my two picks. Matt, what are your two picks for 2018?
0: Uh, My favorite ongoing series this year was uh, another really big surprise slap in the face. Uh, We actually almost didn't read this book. And at the very, I think maybe 15, 20 minutes before we recorded, I said, okay, let's just, or you said, yeah, let's just do it. And we read the book really fast and I was blown away. Um, Sparrowhawk by boom studios. I can't words. Cannot express how much I enjoyed that book when I read it. Well, actually words can't express because I did a whole review on it. Um, but I, I just, I, I love the, the art style of that story. I love the direction that it takes. It really makes you think that it's going to head one way and really, really pulls the rug out from underneath you. Uh, in a way that just makes it so enjoyable the characters are so captivating never ever 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 in my life would i have thought that i would have been captivated about um a girl trapped in a f- like a fairy tale land becoming a fairy and fighting monsters it's just never been kind of in my wheelhouse and i really really truly enjoy this book so far and i'm really excited to see where it's going um so Sparhawk, ian Do you want to move on to the Best Writer? Or, excuse me, uh, Favorite Artist of the Year?
1: Best Artist of 2018. Yeah, I'm ready to do it. You ready to cap her off? Alrighty, So, Best Artist 2018. I got two picks. Two nominations for myself. First one, actually, both these books have been mentioned already in our award ceremony here. First one goes out to The Immortal Hulk, the art team for that book is Joe Bennett on the pencils, Roy Jose on the inks, and Paul Mounts does the colors for that book. Art is phenomenal in my opinion. It's one of the best Marvel done or excuse me, it's one of the best Marvel properties in terms of art that's out right now. That's just my opinion. So mm. big shout out goes out to that book. The other one is actually what Matt just talked about, Sparrowhawk. I just recently went back and reread a couple issues of it today and was making sure that the art held up in the way that I remember it held holding up, it did completely. It's a very unique style, almost Alice in Wonderland-esque, but it's mm-hmm. it's unlike anything I had seen in quite some time. So shout out to Sparrowhawk, and the person who does the art for that is Matthias Basla. So that's my artist. Matt, who are yours?
0: Um, my artist this year is Brian Hurt, and that is for Shadow Roads. Uh, I fell in love with his art in Shadow Roads, fell in love with him and his art even deeper when I read The Sixth Gun, uh, but I think for taking wildly crazy concepts and uh, making them seem fun and whimsical and just uh, downright enjoyable, I I love um, his work, and I just I can't wait to read more of The Sixth Gun, or excuse me, the, well, I'm still reading The Sixth Gun, um, but more of Shadow Roads as well. Best Artist for 2018. Um, Ian, let's wrap this up here. And that is, we have our Best Publisher for 2018.
1: Best Publisher for myself that I picked for 2018. Honestly, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I can't believe these words are going to leave my mouth right now.
0: Marvel Studios.
1: But I pick Marvel. Really? I absolutely pick Marvel. I think this year Marvel wins through volume rather than so quant, quantity, rather than quality, but enough of their quantity had goodness in it to where I ate it up, and I did actually enjoy it. So for me, surprisingly, I felt Marvel had a lot of really good new number one titles that came out that were solid, that were easy, approachable for new readers, and that's always what I'm looking for in terms of reading comic books, and surprisingly, that's my pick. So, Hmm. I know, it, it shocks me to even... Say those words, but He'll wash
0: your mouth out. I
1: I'm gonna have to after this. I already <laughs> picked out the soap. I might just use hand sanitizer and lighter fluid to do it. Don't trust that. The who soap. Are, who's your Don't publisher drop pick? Um, <laughs> uh,
0: my pick for favorite publisher this year is Boom Studios. Boom Studios has done Sparrowhawk. They've also I also enjoyed them for Power Rangers, which is great so far. Um, Judas and Abbott was another book that we covered this year. Maybe that might've been late last year, Um, but boom continues to surprise me. Um, And I actually, uh, you know, also shout outs to Aftershock and Oni because they too are rocking it. And I'm really loving that uh, Marvel and DC like weren't even on my radar this year. And yeah, again, there is uh, just, I'm totally tired of uh, a lot of what, Marvel and DC do. Uh but I'm I'm really excited to see what these these smaller studios are doing and uh, I hope they continue to churn out some really really um high quality awesome work. One thing that did surprise me though, Ian, actually uh, we'll say that for afterwards. Um so let's talk about uh our biggest disappointment of the year. And then we can talk about a little bit about what surprised us. But um Ian what was your biggest disappointment of 2018?
1: Well, so Oni does these one shots
0: <laughs> that they do, <laughs> I and knew it.
1: They pick these. They've done some really solid ones. They've done Vindicators. They did. Um, Help me out, Matt, on some of the. They did Mo- Crumbopulous Michael. They did uh-huh. Sleepy Gary. Sleepy Gary's ones. I, I actually Poopy purchased Bell. and I enjoyed it. They're usually actually pretty solid, the one-shots. They're funny stories, they end quickly, and that's it. We recovered one earlier this year that I was highly anticipating that, shall I say, fell flat, was not exactly what I was hoping it would be. It is the Pickle Rick uh, one-shot that they did. I think it came out in November, if I remember correctly.
0: No, that was like, I feel like we did that like, two weeks ago
1: it was either november it was the end of november or the beginning of december i think it's beginning
0: of december i'm gonna look it was
1: it was very very disappointing book and i i think honestly the reason it's so disappointing to me is more so because i hyped it up maybe a little bit more than i should have but even still i i don't understand really why we got that book. Unfortunately, I, like I said, a lot of the other one shots that Oni has done have been really, really good, and none of them were ever quite what that one was. That one kind of surprised me. But
0: oh, that was the end of November, and yeah, right. that was um, that's on my list too. I actually have two tied for this. Um, that was the most. I'm sorry, unimaginative, unimaginative, uh, kind of just lazy storytelling. Um, and I don't, I'm not speaking specifically to the writer. The fact that this was okayed, um, because it was a carbon copy of the pickle Rick story with like minor things changed. And it was probably one of the biggest disappointments that I've read in a long time, uh, tied with vinegar teeth from dark horse comics. Uh, Um, I
1: have another pick, actually, when you're done, but go ahead. Why is Vinegar (laughs) Teeth on your list? I'm surprised by that.
0: That was such a bad... Okay, let me me pull that back a little bit. That was such a disappointment in terms of um, incomprehensible to me art, incomprehensible to me story, uh, character logic that just didn't exist, and just doing gross things just to be gross and really not knowing it didn't really seem like the story knew where it was going from the start um that was just uh an affront to me and uh, i thoroughly disliked vinegar teeth um ian you said you had one more she got two more
1: (laughs) first one first one's obvious matt you're gonna automatically agree with me it's willy
0: Oh, definitely
1: okay. definitely on that list uh the, the last one i had though would be do you remember the garfield book that we reviewed in october
0: <laughs> yeah i was actually uh, just looking at that
1: that was i think was that a boom you Studios book? you were really book? mad about that one that was a boom studios book i'm pretty sure yeah uh, and uh man yeah that was one of the worst books i think i we might have covered on this podcast that was wow that was a bad book. I mean, the art was terrible. The story Garfield didn't
0: make sense. TV or not TV?
1: Yep, that's what it was. That the is, TV uh, or to is, throw the book away? Throw the book away. That is the question. Uh, um, but no, that was a, that was a huge disappointment for me, man. I, I I and I I get it. I'm biased. I love Garfield, but as as soon as we're you brought up vinegar teeth, immediately it was like, oh man, I forgot about Garfield. I gotta definitely definitely has to be on that list for sure. And I know you were really disappointed by that book too. That was not Garfield. I mean, not as disappointed as I was, but I remember as I was breaking down why the book was terrible, you were also like, man, yeah, I didn't... Uh, yeah, well, this the, book wasn't the, very good. The
0: first story I didn't care for. The second one I was like, oh, I was fine. and But you were like... That's when I, you're like, I love Garfield and I've been reading it for years. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> Pray to the shrine of Garfield. You watch your mouth.
0: That was uh, unexpected. But yeah, that was... Um, it's an interesting year and I'm... Excited to see what to expect next year, but um, you know that does it for this year. So get the heck out of here. Let's um, close it up. Yeah, let's just close that up. We're we're moving on with our lives. We're dating new people, and uh, I think it's no better time than the present to set some new resolutions for 2019. So, I don't know if you remember your resolutions from last year, Ian.
1: I think my resolution for last year was to if I remember correctly, read more current comics. And I think mm-hmm. I did a really good job on that this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Last year it was kinda your you're getting your feet wet. You taking your first steps. Now you're now you're walking. You know, you you still gotta walk her sometimes, but you're walking. Get your big boy shoes on. Um, my resolution last year was to be on Twitter more, to be more active on Twitter, which Kind of fall through, kind of maybe. <laughs> uh, Your last tweet was from June
1: eighteenth. No,
0: I just yes. tweeted the other day. No, that's not true.
1: Your pin that, tweet then?
0: That's my pin tweet. That's a big difference there, buddy. Buckaroo, Buckaroo. I tweeted you've done to, you've done better. You've you've done. I tweeted you. Oh yeah, uh-uh, five days ago. <laughs> I'm getting on there. It's baby steps. I'm still. Um, my mommy tweeted me
1: the video of the Asian guy from AGT. You did do that yesterday. Yeah.
0: No, that was today.
1: Oh, was that today? That was a good video, by the way. Yeah, it was. Um, Um, so what's your resolution then? Okay. So my,
0: my resolution this year is to have better follow through on the books that I really enjoy this year.
1: Mm, Okay. That's a good Uh, one.
0: It's very easy for me to go, I like this book and forget all about it. Um, my goal is to actually follow through and with Sparrowhawk, I have for the most part and, um, not so much with Hot Lunch Special, but definitely with Shadow Roads too. I'm going to keep up on those books and, uh, oh, excuse me, Ugh! to stay awake longer. Um, no. And, uh, the next thing is to keep better track of what we read week to week. Um, going through our list, I think what I'm going to do this year is create a shared document where we just put down all the books and our ratings for each book or our, just our general like two-word rating for each book so that this time next year we can just, at a glance, look at it.
1: It's not a bad idea. What about you, Ian? So for this year, I have one main resolution that I plan on hopefully trying to follow through with this year. I think it's important because there are some elements that are going to be happening in the future that I think will play a role into my resolution my resolution is to read the Valiant universe Mm. I want to be more familiar with what I'm going to be seeing on screen in the next couple years coming from Sony and I mentioned a couple weeks ago that Sony ruined Spider-Man in terms of the live action movies with the amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man 3 so what will they do with this Valiant universe how much can I trust them? I'm not sure, but I want to be able to know what the source material is so I can judge them properly. So that's my main resolution for
0: 2018. Hmm, that's a good one. Um, it's the best
1: I got. It's the best. Yeah. I can.
0: And Ian, I think before we go, maybe we should talk real quick about um, outside of the comic book world. I'm throwing you a curveball here. Outside of co- not outside, outside of the comic book world, outside of comic books in general what uh what are you looking most forward to? It's like movies t v shows coming up, action figures coming out what what do you got um, probably invincible t v show oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one
1: probably that's uh, probably the highest thing on my list in terms of things that I'm really looking forward to seeing come to fruition that's, that's really high up on the list into the spider verse was actually really high on that list, but I got it this year at the end of the year. So that was really cool to see that finally. And, and also the Spider-Man game too was, I waited oh, years yeah. for that game, you know? Yeah. So if you would ask me three months prior to the, to when we we're recording this, that's what I would have said. But yeah, definitely, uh, definitely the invincible show. What about you?
0: I'm looking forward to, uh, the Avengers movie coming out, obviously, and seeing kind of the culmination of that storyline. Uh, I think beyond that, really, uh, it's going to be The Mandalorian. I'm most excited to see a, like its first proper live-action Star Wars TV show. Give it to me. Give it all to me. I want it. Um, and Ian, uh, what was I going to ask you? I forgot now. Mm, great. Well, that sucks because it was a great question, whatever sure it, was.
1: it was. Sure it was.
0: Uh, well, anyways... Uh, that about does it for this week, uh, unless you have something else, Ian.
1: Yeah, I got, um, one thing that I wanted to mention. I just wanted to mention, uh, thank you to Comics the Gathering for helping us with our giveaway. I know I didn't mention that at the top, but I just wanted to shout out to them and thank you. I know I gave them a shout already, but I wanted to give them a proper do. Thank you guys for helping us with the giveaway and making sure we were able to do that. And also, Matt, you and I discussed this and I wanted to bring this up. We didn't review Aquaman, and we reviewed every superhero movie oh, yeah. that has come out. So, we've skipped Aquaman, and I wanted to address why. So, Matt, I'll give you the floor. You can say what you need to say, get what you need to get off your chest. Why did we not review Aquaman? What's your reasoning behind it? What's going on?
0: Uh, yeah, so, um, time, mostly. Money, mostly. Yeah, mostly just time. Um, but, also, DC has burned me so many times now. So... The time thing becomes less relevant as if as it as it creeps closer to. Um, I, DC has to earn my trust back um, in big ways, and that's great that Aquaman's doing well. Sounds awesome. Sounds like you all are enjoying it, and I'm sure I'll see it at some point. Um, I just don't feel like going out of my way to go see an Aquaman movie. And part of what we do here for the show um, is you know, for us, um, what reading and watching and listening to things that we like, um, that we hope you like too. Um, but I just didn't feel like going out of my way for Aquaman and, uh, yeah, I'm sure some of you saw it and really, you know, I doubt anybody wanted to hear what I thought about it, but, um, you know, there's like 50 other places you can hear an Aquaman review, honestly. So Ian, what about you?
1: Yeah. I just want to say that it's not just Matt who is, having these thoughts and these feelings. I, well, you yeah, I, sure I made go, it
0: seem like it. No, no, no. I, I've, We're not doing this thing. Matt, why don't you tell us why we're not doing it?
1: <laughs> I, I set it up that way intentionally to say that I am also in support of you. To an extent, I don't think that... I. I here's my opinion. I, I believe you and I'm wholeheartedly in agreement with you that DC has burned us out and that they need to gain a little bit of trust back right now. And Aquaman, in my opinion, was not something enough to draw me to the theater to be able to build that trust back, if I'm just being honest. Wonder Woman was, and Wonder Woman was something that did build some of that trust back, but they quickly got rid of it. Justice so League came after Wonder Woman, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they quickly lost that trust yet again. And I'm at the point right now where if I do wait to go see Aquaman, it's probably going to be when it's at the $5 movie theater rather than my main movie theater in a recliner seat. That's just where I'm at with it. I'll probably see it before it's out of theaters, but if not, when it comes out on DVD, Matt, me, and you and I, we should do a quick little review on it. We saw it, you know, maybe a little 20-minute excerpt on it right before the next DC movie, and we just move on. But, yeah, totally agree with Matt on this one. It's not something that was must-see. And in my opinion, I think Into the Spider-Verse was a way better way to spend my time and money.
0: Uh, yeah, the next movie I see in theaters is going to be when I take... Uh, my kids to go see into the Spider verse when it shows up at the local theater here before it yeah. leaves, yeah, so that's where my time is going to be spent because that was um uh the best movie I've seen uh probably for the year so um anyways, with that said, thank you all for listening we happy twenty eighteen
1: a... seriously mm-hmm. happy twenty eighteen
0: yeah we hope you have a wonderful twenty nineteen mm-hmm. as well. And uh, thank you for listening for this past year, if you've listened this whole time. And thank you for joining this year. And uh, hopefully we can continue to provide some level of content that you enjoy going into the new year. So with that said, Ian, where can people find you online?
1: You can find me on Twitter, at Ian Sasquatch, and Bigfoot's Uncle Ian on the PlayStation Network. Matt, where can people find and stalk you?
0: Uh, I am at Armchair Matt on Twitter. And Ian, where can people follow the show you can
1: follow the show and vote on our polls at earth919pod on Instagram and Twitter. We didn't have any polls today because we were reviewing our 2018. So don't worry, we'll have some in the future. You can find us on facebook.com earth919pod. And you can listen to the show on any platform you find your podcast. Remember, any reviews for our show are greatly appreciated and they genuinely help our show grow. So thank you for that. And remember, guys, join us in 2019. We'll be here for you
0: and gals be not
1: just guys guys and gals whatever you are 2019 we'll be here whatever whenever
0: pod. wherever you are we will be there
1: whoever you are are you a ghost we'll be there for you
0: hopefully not that means we're dead that's a good point anyways thanks for listening have a great week bye yeah have a good year